Hi there! Today's episode is a little different. So a few weeks ago, I got the opportunity to conduct a series of lunch and learns for an amazing group. And it was such a privilege, and I'm so grateful that I had the chance to share this content with them. And, you know, it was pretty good stuff, so I wanted to share it with you as well. Now, at some points, you might hear me refer to a visual of the slide that's in the picture, and that's because the format was where folks could see what I was referring to. But that doesn't really happen too much, and it's easy to imagine what I'm referring to and what I'm talking about. So let's get started. Okay, in this Lunch and Learn, we're talking about healthy food and how to make it work for your life, rather than making you change everything about your life in order to fit into the rules of some new diet plan. Let's face it, it can sometimes be really hard to make healthy food work for your life as it is. You've got a busy schedule. Family has their favorite foods that might not be the healthiest. And sometimes you just feel like having pizza. Unhealthy food is super easy, and healthy food takes a lot of work sometimes. So today, we're talking about four specific reasons why it is not your fault that you might have found it hard to fit healthy food into your life in the past. And then we're going to get into four focused tips to make it easier for you to fit healthy food into the life you already have instead of forcing you to change existing structures that make your life run the way it already does. Ready? Let's get to it. Do you ever feel like you know all the diet rules about eat this, but not that, and so you know what to do, but you just have a hard time actually doing it? I'm here to tell you, you are not the problem. Hi, I'm Lizzie. Welcome to the Confident Body Podcast, where we talk about all the mental and emotional parts of weight loss that diets don't tell you. It's time to step past the shame and the guilt from old diets and stop feeling like you're waiting to lose weight in order to fully participate in life. If you're ready to drop the diet mindset and learn what it takes to truly feel happy and confident in your own skin, you're in the right place. Let's get started. So good morning and welcome to our Lunch and Learn on how to make healthy food fit into your life. So here we go. How do we make healthy food actually fit into your life? First of all, why is it hard for healthy food to fit into our life? Like why, why is it not, you know, a challenge in the first place? So there's a couple of specific reasons. Number one, life is busy. You know, we all have lots of stuff going on. It's, it's hard to kind of fit the healthier things into our lives because the immediate and the kind of pressing things are right up in our face. And it's, you know, healthy food is like something I should do, but not always something that's really immediate because so. It's hard because life is busy. The second reason why making healthy food fit into your life is kind of hard is because the really easy stuff to grab is usually not the healthiest. As you can tell, like the, the stuff that is already prepackaged in single serving sizes are the things that are full of sugar or sodium or all kinds of other stuff. So uh, it's our, our, our society these days kind of already stacks it against us that the easiest thing to grab is the usually the less healthy stuff. And third, healthy food can take a lot of effort. You got to wash it, then you got to slice it, and then you got to put it all together. Like it, it takes time. And so you put all that together, it, it takes time and we're, we're, we're already busy. And in addition, your brain actually wants food high in sugar, salt, and fat. And then be like, wait a second, this is kind of like stacking the deck against me. Let's let's explain how your brain specifically wants food high in sugar, salt, and fat. 
the brain's primary objective, particularly our lower brain, our kind of more primitive part of our brain, is to keep you alive. And it has a pretty standard uh, rule that it operates by to help keep you alive, which is we're going to seek pleasure and avoid pain. That is the the basic rule that the brain says, like, if I seek pleasure and avoid pain, I'm probably going to stay alive tomorrow. And so if we're going with seeking pleasure and avoid pain, the brain says, okay, how do I know that you know I'm seeking pleasure or avoiding pain? And the main neurotransmitter that helps the brain kind of recognize this is pleasure versus this is pain is dopamine. So dopamine is the kind of pleasure neurotransmitter that you know lights up the centers in the brain. And so a reliable source of dopamine happens to be sugar, salt, and fat. So the brain knows that a really fast, easy way to feel better, to seek pleasure is foods high in sugar, salt, and fat. So when you're tired at the end of the day, and so that's a kind of a negative feeling, your, your brain is feeling pain, if you will, if you're tired or you're bored, um, anything like that, the brain's going to say, I want to feel better. How? How am I going to feel better? And it says, I know. How about some food? Particularly food high in sugar, salt, and fat. So by the end of the day, it makes it really hard to reach for a vegetable because your brain is saying, I don't want vegetables. I want sugar. I want salt. I want fat. So when we put that all together, it's hard to make healthy food fit your life because it's busy. Uh, healthy food is takes time. Not so healthy food is really easy and it's prevalent. And your brain already wants to have food high in sugar, salt, and fat. So it's not your fault. It's it's normal that it's kind of difficult to make healthy food a normal everyday part of your life. So if you're gonna make healthy food fit into your life, we gotta use some hacks. We gotta we gotta use some systems to help make it easier for yourself. So got a couple of tips to make healthy food easier to fit into your life and get around those kind of natural roadblocks that we just discussed. So tip number one is be realistic about your life, about, about how you kind of operate in the world. Do you like to cook? Um, I, I'll confess, I don't particularly love to cook. I like to eat. And so I cook because I like to eat, but I don't necessarily love to cook. So like bringing in a new recipe is not exciting to me. It's a big pain. And so like, be honest with yourself. Do you love to cook? Great. If you don't, let's figure out ways to make it easier for you. What sort of food do you prefer? Um, you know, are you vegetarian? Do you like uh, Italian food? Whatever it is, you can cater it to make it a little bit healthier. But, you know, a lot of times when you go on a diet or you know, find a, a meal plan, it tells you to eat these you know, XYZ types of food. And you're like, but I don't even like that kind of food. So be realistic, realistic about it. And also ask yourself, you know, do you like to know, all right, X, Y, Z is going to be for dinner? Or do you prefer to have a little bit of spontaneity and be able to say, you know, what do I feel like today? Anything is, any answer is okay, but it is helpful to kind of think through it ahead of time so that you can, again, kind of cater the healthy food to fit your natural preferences. So going back to the idea of a um, meal plan, I, I just Googled, you know, healthy meal plan. And this is an example of something that came up on the internet. So I took a look at it and I was like, okay, if I was going on a diet or if I was trying to get healthier and I was trying to follow this meal plan already, as we said, I don't particularly love to cook. I'm only three days in 
And already I'm feeling like a failure because it's kind of pushing that boulder up the hill. I've got, it's asking me to cook fish cakes for lunch on the first day. That's a lot of effort. That's a lot of time. Then I need to make orange pumpkin muffins. Like, I don't even, how do I do that? And again, all of this stuff, it looks like a lot of effort. And so if I'm trying to follow this meal plan, I'm feeling like a failure because I don't particularly like to cook. So what we can do is ask what is realistic about you, and then we can cater the food to match your style. Tip number two, be realistic about your calendar. So a lot of times we can say like, I'm going to try a new recipe this week. Okay, great. But when? So do you have a lot of meetings this week? Like what, what's going on in the evenings? When do you tend to be more tired? Um, I don't know about you, but I tend to be more tired around Thursday or Friday of the week, and I can be more up for something new on a Monday. So, you know, adjust your food plans according to your calendar to set yourself up for success. You don't want to ask yourself to create this brand new recipe on, you know, a Thursday afternoon when it's later in the week, when you've had a bunch of meetings, when you don't have a ton of time. So I created like, this is an example, like pretend calendar. Um, so if we have, this is Sunday, Monday, Sunday through Friday. So if we made, for example, uh, Sunday is wide open. So on Sunday, I might have a lot of energy potentially to try something new. And then Monday, I'm still fairly rested from the weekend. I do have two meetings. This is again, like a complete pretend calendar, but I could cook something that I'm, I've, I've done before. Um, imagine I have soccer practice or football practice in the evening that's going to make it difficult. I don't, I have plenty of energy on this day because I didn't have a ton of meetings, but I don't have time to cook in the evening because I'm going to be out. So that could be a good day to plan ahead to get a healthy takeout meal. This day, Wednesday is wide open so I can plan to cook. I've got lots of time, probably have lots of energy. Thursday, not a good day to cook, or at least not a good day to try something new because not only do I have several meetings, but I've also got football practice in the evening. And so I'm not going to have much time. So I can plan ahead to do something super easy, have leftovers. And then by Friday, I have a fairly open day, but it's Friday. I'm tired. And so I probably want to have something fun. We're going to talk more about the calendar in a minute with tip number four. So hold that thought. Tip number three is simplify your meal choices. Make it as easy as possible for you. So for example, at breakfast, it can be, you know, try to eat the same thing every day or maybe, you know, have one to two, maybe three different things that you enjoy and kind of bounce back and forth. Um, so just make it simple and easy for you. So you're making fewer decisions because the more decisions you make, that lowers your willpower. For lunch, same thing, make it simple. Like for example, have a salad, with some, you know, some protein on it. So like chicken, steak, something like that. Or you could have last night's leftovers or a healthy sandwich. The idea here is so that you're not having to decide every single day, oh geez, what am I gonna eat for lunch today? Like have, have a rotation of like, well, it's either this or this or that. It's one of those three. And for dinner, the, here's where it gets interesting. So to simplify your meal choices for dinner, here's a strategy that can work really well. First, identify five to eight-ish meals that you and your family like to eat for dinner. Then we're gonna rotate them through. So then check your calendar as we did a minute ago 
and see when do you have more time or less time to cook. And then you can match those meals based on the amount of energy you have, based on how free your calendar is. So this is where I was talking about, we're gonna return back to the calendar. So let's take this in more detail. For example, let's say you want, step one, we're gonna identify the meals that you like to eat, you and your family like to eat. So hypothetically, let's say we like tacos, chicken and rice, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You guys can read those all out. These are some of the meals that we like to eat. And so there's what, eight, nine of those. And so then you can rotate them through the week, but you wanna be strategic about how you rotate it through. So how much effort does a, does a meal take? And so you could say, all right, tacos are pretty easy. Chicken and rice takes a little bit more effort. Pork loin with broccoli takes some more effort. Um, and steak definitely takes plenty of effort. Takeout is a, hardly any effort. So like you're, you're ranking your meals based on how much time and effort it takes. Then we go back to our sample calendar and we imagine, all right, how much time and energy do I have available on each day? And you know, remember, we've got our meals over here that we like. So on Sunday, I've got a level five, lots of energy available that day. So that if I'm going to try a new recipe, I'm going to you know get adventurous, that would be the day to do it because I've got all day to figure out how much time it's going to take. And I, I don't have to worry too much about my, my schedule. On Monday, I'm still pretty rested from the weekend. So I have a level three to four energy. So I go over to my meals here and I'm like, all right, um, how about chicken and rice? I could do pork loin, but we're going to go easy, a little bit easier and go with chicken. Now, again, Tuesday, I've got evening football practice. So I want to definitely make sure that that's an easier meal. So I can choose spaghetti because that's fairly low effort. And maybe that's something like I could have the sauce done earlier in the day and just warm it up. On Wednesday, I've got almost a completely free day, lots of energy. I can have a higher energy requirement meal. So I could cook steak and potato slices that day. Thursday, I definitely need something super, super easy because I have very little energy to cook that day. And then um, Friday, I've got, again, lots of time, but it's later in the week. So my energy is going to be lower. I want to do something fun that's pretty easy. So again, you don't have to totally map this out with all the numbers. This is more of a, a demonstration sake, but make your food fit your life and be strategic about how much time and energy you have each day and you know fit those things in to set yourself up for success. So you're not showing up, let's say, you know, you don't want to have a really complicated meal planned on this Thursday. And then you get to 7:30 p.m. You're like, I have no energy to make this meal. You know what? Let's get pizza. That is not setting yourself up for success. Okay. And our final tip is make healthy food as easy to grab as possible. The easier you can make it, the better. So there's a couple ways to do this. Again, we talked about like you got to wash and cut and prep all the food. It, you know, it's too much. You're not going to grab a, you know, a bell pepper and slice it up and wash it for a snack if it's not easy to grab. So you got to make it as easy as possible. The best way to make healthy food easy is to batch prep it. So for example, let's take vegetables. You get a whole bunch of vegetables and wash them all at once, cut them all at once. And then the most important part of this, I would say, is put things in single serving bags. That it has been a massive game changer for our family is that if you can have something in like a, a Ziploc bag, 
that I can just grab it and have it as my snack. That makes all the difference in terms of, you know, I, I'm, I have more chance than I'm going to grab the healthy thing versus the crackers that are in the pantry. You can also batch prep salad. So for example, let's say early in the week, you take a, a big head of lettuce, you wash it, you cut it up, put it in a bowl, add some tomatoes, maybe some cucumbers, and you've got a giant bowl of salad sitting in your fridge, <clears throat> excuse me, your refrigerator. And then when it comes to lunchtime, all you have to do is put a little bit of it on your plate and it's easy. So you're not having to prep, you know, four or five times during the week. You prep once and then you just put a little bit on your plate uh, each day for lunch or dinner or whatever, whatever meal you're choosing to have your salad. Same thing with protein. You can cook, you know, instead of uh, just one chicken breast for one meal, cook three or four and then store it for later. You can put it in the refrigerator, you can put it in the freezer, make it easy. And also you can put the protein in single serving sizes. Um, I don't personally do that. Um, I, I, I'll put it out and, and cut it up like for lunchtime. But I like, for example, last night we had chicken for dinner, but I cooked six chicken breasts and we've got two and a half of them left over for lunch today. Not everybody has kids, obviously, but if you do and you're um, prepping them for, for, you know, for school and for lunches, prepping kids lunches all at once for the whole week uh, can be a, a really easy way to save time and energy and um, make the healthy food fit into your life instead of what is the easiest when you're in a rush. So for example, welcome to my refrigerator. Yes, this is my real refrigerator. As you can see, all of the fun pictures and magnets. We like to get magnets from places that we've visited. So my refrigerator is a little bit of a mess on the outside, but here's what it looks like on the inside. So if you see down here, this drawer, if you pull out that drawer, this is what it looks like on the inside. So we've got over here, these are our snacks for like middle of the day or kind of mid morning, it's usually when I'm hungry. So we've got there, you know, peppers and cauliflower and broccoli, some cucumbers sometimes. And we have that with hummus. So that's kind of a nice tied me over until lunch kind of snack. And I'm telling you, putting it in a single serving bag has been the game changer to make it easy to grab this when I really would rather grab some crackers or some chocolate or something else. Um, this is my son's lunches for the week are here. My daughter's lunches for the week are over here. And then we've got like broccoli and carrots over here for the kids to grab before dinner. Um, and I mean, I'll be honest, like you see the pretzels here where there we go. There are the pretzels. Like we don't always grab the veggies before dinner, but at least it's there as we've made it easy for ourselves. So that's the drawer. And then if you went up into the other, the larger top part of the refrigerator, this here is a big bowl of salad that I just portion out each lunch. And then I'll put like some chicken or some steak on top of it. And that makes salad for lunch super easy. Um, my husband has this bowl of grapes to just kind of snack on when he's hungry. I will confess I did have to move the wine bottle out of the way of the picture because <laughs> I figured that wasn't the best. But so that's a way, an example of how you can make healthy food just easier to, you know, and kind of lower those barriers to um, make it easier to go to faster. So our recap of our tips, be realistic about your life be realistic about your calendar, make your meal choices as simple as possible, and make healthy food really easy to grab. And a quick bonus tip is treat everything like an experiment. 
when we, you know, try new things, particularly with a diet, it can be difficult because when it doesn't work out perfectly, we think like, I must be the problem. You know, I failed because let's face it, diet culture makes it seem simple, like follow these seven steps and you'll lose weight. It's not that simple. And you're not, you're not the problem. We're, we're bound to make mistakes. Life happens. And so try when you, when you do try something new, try and treat it lightly instead of making it mean anything about you. It's just like, Hey, I tried this didn't necessarily fit for my life. So I'm going to try something else. So when you treat everything like an experiment, just like, you know, a scientist, you know, you try something new, you gather data and then you make adjustments based on the data, but you don't make it mean anything about you or that like, you know, I just, I just can't stick to a diet or is there something wrong with me or, uh, you know, anything like that. Like try and treat it lightly and remember any results you get from your experiment are positive results. Even if you tried, let's say to, um, you know, batch prep food on Sundays and, you know, after two Sundays, you're like, this isn't working. That's okay. That's still positive results. That's still positive progress because it's teaching you something about your life and getting you closer to the system that works for you. So there we have it. Now, I know you couldn't see the pictures of my refrigerator, but hopefully you were able to get the idea from the description. I cannot say enough how helpful it has been to pre-portion out veggie snacks into single size servings. That one habit alone has probably 10X'd my veggie intake, simply because it's easier to grab during the day and I don't have to bother washing and prepping when I'm hungry, like right now. So give that a shot. And by the way, also, if you have some kiddos, getting them to prep their lunches for the week and putting those in baggies can be a massive time and energy saver too. So if you are looking for one tiny confident body action step for this week, here it is. Look at your calendar. When are you busy this week? When do you have a little more time? Can you plan out a dinner or two this week and make a plan for it now based on the amount of time and energy you're likely to have that night of the week? Let your prefrontal cortex be in charge of the decision now so you don't have to rely on your willpower in the moment because spoiler, in the moment decisions are made by the impulsive part of your brain. And so you're at a disadvantage if you leave meal planning decisions for what you feel like in the moment. At the end of my book, You Are a Miracle, there's a whole toolbox of various tools you can use to tackle everyday challenges of life, like how to handle vacation or travel or the holidays. And in there, there's a whole section on meal planning that you can take the guesswork out of it and help you find a meal planning method that works for you. And if there's anything in this episode that you found helpful, I would love it if you would write a review. That helps me know that you're listening and what is useful to you, and it might help somebody else find the show and help them improve their life. And lastly, remember, love yourself. Your future self will thank you for it. All right, that's what I got for you this week. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening today. Seriously, I know it's not a small thing and I genuinely appreciate it and I hope it helped you. Make sure you head on over to confidentbody.coach slash tips and sign up for my seven top tips for little shifts that create big results so that you can start feeling confident in your body right now. I will see you next week. And until then, remember, you are a miracle.